You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> We just got back from St. Martin. Now, depending who you're talking to, which side of the island you're on, it's spelt two different ways. <laughs> and I had this argument on uh, Facebook. Everybody's trying to correct her. It's really two different islands. It's one island, but it, half of it is Dutch, half of it is French. And so the Dutch side is spelt, it's actually Sint Martin, which is S-I-N-T-M-A-A-R-T-E-N. Yep. The French side is Saint Martin and Saint S-T. Yeah. Uh, M-A-R-T-I-N. Yep. So you can't... And they're both, corre- they're and they're both, both correct. They're both correct. <laughs> yeah. But you got corrected. I know you made a post and everybody's giving you a hard time because you didn't... You're always picking on the Brazilian girl, right? English is your third language. I do make a lot of mistakes, just not this time. <laughs> <laughs> the one time you're right, right? Yeah. We had an awesome time. Oh, goodness. It, it was... It, First of all, I have always, always, always wanted to see the Caribbean. And that was my first time. And it was everything I thought it would be. You know, the water, you can't compare. It's very clear. Uh, Very clear. And warm. Even being from Brazil, and we have, you know, beautiful places there, but um, it's still very warm, very clear, just gorgeous. And the French side was actually even nicer, Mm -hmm. you know. Well, the, the, for those of it that have not been there, the Dutch side is where the seaport is. So that's where all of the... It's, yeah, anything you buy there is imported. It's, it's shipped in. Right. Uh, it's also where the cruise ships come. Right. And so it, it's really funny because you go while the cruise ships are there and while everybody has disembarked. So that's basically daytime hours until probably around between 4 and 6 o'clock. hmm it's very busy around that beach there, that, yep. that uh, whole Simpson Bay area that's from the airport and that whole downtown area uh, is just full of people. Mm-hmm. And then by five o'clock, six o'clock, <laughs> like you the can bell fire rings. a cannon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're the only one in the hallway. Yes. But you could fire a cannon off and not hit anybody. It just, it just the whole place shuts we down. We were there and we couldn't even find an open restaurant because right. there was nobody there. People no, should... I mean, everybody leaves and yeah. there's no reason to be there anymore. Really. Yeah. Now you go over to the French side and the French side is uh, less touristy. That's, that's, is that where most of the diving is? Uh, well, on the Dutch side, as you saw, we went snorkeling there. I finally got Anna snorkeling. Yes. Okay. Because uh, Anna <laughs> never goes in the water past neck deep, right? <laughs> the water is there. The ocean is there to cool her off while she sunbathes. <laughs> Pretty much. But I convinced her to go sc- uh, snorkeling. It was too beautiful not to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, and actually we, we did, uh, we, we started our daily vlog. vlog while we were there yeah. and I videoed you snorkeling. Yes. I'll leave the link, uh, at that on the on the on the bottom of the page for the or the podcast. It's so cool now vlog. because all the cameras you can actually see underwater. You know. Yeah, yeah. GoPro. They're, yeah, they're brilliant. You know, my mm-hmm. favorite, one of my favorite cameras is GoPro. But uh, on that side, the Dutch side, of course, there's more people in the water, but the water's a little bit more stirred up there. It's a bay. When we went over to the French side, there are far less people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more laid back. 
Um, you talk to people on the French side, and they say, oh, no, no, if you want to have fun, go to the Dutch side. Right. But you go there because there's movie theaters, there's more grocery stores. Nightclubs. There's more nightclubs. Yeah, there's more shopping. Like on the French side, it's basically food, some cozy little bars that you can sit at. That's what we like. And awesome beaches, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and so uh, we had some of the best food, best chicken I've ever eaten. Seriously, the food was, was amazing. On that side. Yeah. Amazing. They barbecue it on these open... It's like a 45-gallon steel drum yep. cut in half, and uh, it's like a Texas barbecue. I right? don't know what they put. I still you know, think they put some MSG in the chicken because of um, I got really swollen. <laughs> My face was really swollen, but it was so good. Well, it was either that or, for the, they or had, maybe lots of salt. They, they had problems there with, uh, we were on the Dutch side. Right. And uh, they've had problems since July. It's now December. They had problems since July with the, they call it the current. We call it the power. Mm -hmm. The power going out, just rolling power outages. Yes. And so oftentimes, well, we, well much of the time while we were there. <laughs> there was no night, power. You're sleeping. There's no, there's no air conditioning. There's only one bedroom with air conditioning. We were in a two-bedroom place. We went with my friend Randall. I'll talk about Randall in a minute. But in our bedroom, we had no air conditioning, but we had a couple fans and so it was bearable <laughs> until the power goes out and then it's just unbearable yeah so for like you got no sleep three nights i got no sleep zero mm -hmm. sleep and uh and so we end up going outside but there was only one chaise lounge to lay in so <laughs> anna slept and i just kind of waited until she got cold enough to go back inside <laughs> oh, but uh and so the power outages and then and the sleeping no sleeping could have caused some water retention as well. <laughs> that could be. That Not could that that be. was our biggest problem while we were there. <laughs> yes, no. Anna's water retention. Oh. <laughs> no, that wasn't. It was absolutely amazing. And like you said, the chicken. Now, another thing was the ice cream, gelato. Right. I, only in Rome, I had gelato like that. And it was so good. The, the lady said that, you know, they make it right there. It's, right. it's a person from Italy. And it was, I know, you know, whoever's I've listening. I've never tasted that, anything yes. like that when we went to Rome that time. That was the only time. You know, it's so light and Which flavorful. leads me to think it maybe wasn't MSG <laughs> or the heat <laughs> that made me look fat. I don't know about you. Hmm. Probably wasn't the same for you. Probably no, different. I have different I'm problems. sure you were just holding water. <laughs> I, on the other hand, was fat. <laughs> but and if you don't believe me, you can look at the videos. Okay, that was the biggest motivation in the world. Going there and shooting these videos, thinking that I was in half decent shape, right? Well, because it's and like you, you, yourself, you make a lot of progress, so you feel like, oh, I'm way better than I was <laughs> in March. And then you look in video, video is um, we basically not took forgiving. the last Year. three years, <laughs> really, the last three years we haven't trained seriously. We did six months hard last year. We went from January to my birthday, the end of June. Yep. We were in great shape, looked great, stuff like that. And then we I was doing that push-up challenge. Remember, I was going to do 1,000 push-ups yep. on my birthday. And you I did knocked it. out 1,007. You did 635? Yep. And, uh, and we really didn't train consistently after that. We've been, you know, we've been through a lot this year. Like, we, over the summer, we had our parents here for a month. You know, which completely changes your... Well, we had a lot of stuff, but the point is is that we still <laughs> have time to train. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. We can sit here and rattle off. We can do two shows telling you, know you all what, the though? things that happened this summer. But the thing of it is, is it's 30 minutes a day yeah. that we didn't... We chose not to go train. And when you, when you make that choice, Anna, I'm a firm believer that if you make that choice, 
you are in control of your failure, therefore you are in control of your success. I you was, can change it. I was just having this conversation last night <clears throat> with a friend of mine. Uh, you know, she texts me and she's like, oh my goodness, I feel like I... I went backwards all the progress that I made over the summer and now I went backwards because and then she gave me her list right, right just right. like I gave my list and and I said you know what I found out um, is that when I t I stopped feeling bad about why and when I stopped looking at the excuses and I just realized you know what I'm just doing this and I'm not letting outside the outside world dictate if I'm going to do this or not, then I just start doing it. And ever since, you know, my parents left and I started, you know, and I made a lot of progress and then I saw myself on video, I'm like, okay, not quite where I want to be. I was feeling pretty good. But now moving forward, you know, I just, we got back from the island and I think I missed one, one workout, you know. And I mean, you look, you look much better than I do. You know, I, I've really kind of let things go the last three years and, and for a, a myriad of great reasons, awesome reasons. But at the end of the day, I have to, and I'll, I'll, I said this once, I'll say it again, I have to take responsibility for blowing off those workouts every day, blowing off that consistency, blowing off the consistent good eating. Mm -hmm. Because if I leave it up to some, if I blame it on something else, Anna, then I don't have the ability to change it. That's the truth. I'll always yeah. be at the mercy of somebody else, something else, events, whatever it is, right? Yeah. But if I take full responsibility for it and just say, you know what, I let things go and I got fat and sloppy. Yeah. Okay, and I looked great three years ago and I don't look great now. I look like a 57-year-old fat tourist with a hot <laughs> chick with, on his arm, right? That's what I look like. And, and I got to own that. If I own that, now I can change it. And I'm telling you right now, the next trip to anywhere, <laughs> I'm going to look like you. a million bucks. I have never heard you say something and not accomplish, so I know. But the thing is, is I got so complacent with it. Yeah. I, and for a while, I listened to my own excuses. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and that was the whole thing. And, and, and I think that, you know, this trip to St. Martin, and, and I want to say this about St. Martin. I want to switch gears here for a minute. The reason why we went there, mm -hmm. the reason why we haven't gone there before mm -hmm. is that we work... 24-7. I won't say 24-7. We work seven days a week. Yeah. We do not take days off. I can't remember really the last time that there wasn't at least one hour of work done on a work day. It was our honeymoon four years ago. <clears throat> okay, our honeymoon four years ago. That's right. Yeah. We went to Brazil to yeah. see your family. Yep. We work a lot. Mm -hmm. Now, is that smart? No. I can see it now because I've come back and I've done more in one week after a break right. than I probably did in two months before that. So, 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 I learned a lot of lessons. Now, why we went on this trip, we have a very dear friend, Randall Sands. He, I met Randall when he was 15, 16 years old, uh, and I owned a store, and he came in to see me in my store. And, uh, and we became friends then, and here we are years later, we reconnected, he found me, we reconnected. He's a captain with JetBlue Airlines. Now, Randall just, his mom just passed away from lung cancer. Yes. <clears throat> he went back to work. Just not hitting his groove, so he took a little bit more time off, and then he contacted me and said, hey, I want to go down and do some diving in St. Martin. Would you guys like to come? And so he covered our flights, and we covered our rooms, and he just wanted some companionship, and, and I, think, I think to process everything that's happened. So we went down together. We had the time of our life. Yeah. You know, we, we had a great time with him. He did all the diving, so we had time just together. And then all of our time together, the three of us, he's, he's like a younger brother to me. 
And so, you know, nothing ever got weird, which is really a difficult thing sometimes. You know, when, I mean, you're a beautiful girl. And, uh, and it's always been a problem with me having guy friends is that oftentimes they want to, you know, they're more interested in the models that I'm working with. Right. <laughs> or my wife's than they are my friendship with me. And Randall's not like that. And, and so we got there and we just got to be friends and have fun, the three of us. And it was just really, really great. And he got to process some things. We talked a little bit. We also yeah. had a tough year. No, and that's the thing. Like when I was actually in Brazil for my, um, for my niece's birthday, when you called me and you said, you know, Randall offered this trip and he didn't know at the time, but mm -hmm. we needed that more than anything because we just had a huge loss in our lives, mm -hmm. which, you know... It was a great expectation. We've yeah. been working for a long time towards having a family, and, and uh, we decided to get licensed in the state of Nevada to foster to adopt, and we were just a few days away from enlarging our family, yeah. and uh, we had to, without going into a lot of details, we, mm -hmm. had, to make, uh, we had to put all that on hold. Yeah. And, uh, and so it, it was, uh, you know, we, we knew the kids that were coming here. We had spent time with them already. And, uh, and it was heartbreaking. It was like losing our kids. They were, to us, they were our kids. Yeah. And, and, uh, and now it's not going to work out. It so so anyway, yeah. don't want to go any further into that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we were having a rough time. And so going away there and then uh, us spending time with him, and it was very real time. You know, everybody was feeling something, and it was very real time. But to our credit, all three of us want to process it, but we want to find something positive in it and move on and make something good from it. That's true, yeah. And Randall was that way. You know, you're that way, and of course I'm that way. And so it was a really, really good productive time. Setting all that aside now, we get back, and being away from here and then coming back slam bam into the routine the first day. Like we had a long trip back because we flew out of L.A. So we left the island, flew to New York, from New York to L.A. Then we get in the car in L.A. at 1030 at night or 11 at night and yep. we started driving home. We get home at 5 in the morning. Yep. We wake up two or three hours later and boom, the day's in full, you know, the week's in full bloom, right? <laughs> and so we hit the ground running and it was just like, you know, I, I sort of bit into that for a little bit and it's just like, whoa, I don't need to do this. Right. You know what? I'm just going to slow down. I don't need to respond to everything that's coming at me. You can sit for a minute. And so basically that's what we did. And then we regrouped and said, okay, let's set some new priorities. Mm -hmm. And so we sat down and we spent a few hours one day just re-establishing priorities. What's we, important, we not just in business. We completely changed our routines since yes, then. Yes, and, and not just in business, but in our life. If, if I was so haggard and beat up and I had no idea mm -hmm. until I got there. And uh, You know what's funny? Is that I watch our vlogs, mm -hmm. you know, and we did, I think, four of them while we were there. And I can see our faces. Day one, yeah. arriving. Tired. Day two, three, four. Like, day four... We look younger, healthier, vibrant, we were laughing, happy. having fun. And yes, it's it's and unbelievable. And we had a really, really bad experience with uh, with the car rental place when we returned the car. The, oh yeah, the no woman way. there was just miserable. And normally I would I'd lose it, right? <laughs> and I didn't. It was just like uh, you know whatever, yeah, right? Whatever, exactly. And 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 so the thing is, is is we've come back now. We've trained every day, and uh, and you know today we had the option. I've been sick yesterday. I had. A fever, yeah. Fever and, you know, 
vomiting, flu, flu-like symptoms, we'll yes. call it that, without getting more specific. <laughs> and uh, and then today, you know, I had all the reason in the world to stay home, yeah. but we got out of bed at 5 o'clock in the morning and went to the gym and trained. And it was 37 degrees, <laughs> which is another reason to stay home. But I home. didn't feel like I wanted to stay home. I didn't feel like it was a drudgery. It just feels so good to be doing this, and I'm yeah. so much more happy and yeah. more productive and like that. And so... And so what we did is we just reevaluated everything in our life. What's a priority in our life? Mm-hmm. And, you know, business, of course, was in there, but it's not number one. You know, number one is God, and then it's us, it's family, yeah. right? And then our extended family, and then, you know, it's our health and, and all those things that keep family and us together. It's really hard, though, to do that unless you step away. Because when you're in your routine and you're just going, you know, and getting through the day. And, and, and outside stuff is coming at you all right. the time. You just feel like you need to respond to it because that, it seems like it's pressing. That was one of the things in the island. We had no phone. Our phones no. didn't work other than when we were at the condo and the internet worked because. When the, we had if, power. Yeah, we had when power. We had current. Yeah. <laughs> so literally it was a couple hours a day. And for me, that really, really changed. It, it right. made me realize how much. So now I actually take breaks from my electronics. You know, I need to. Um, well, I think that's just it. Being away from it and realizing then, and then I think it's being away from it more so it's coming back to it when you've been away from it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you realize how intrusive it is. Sure. You know, and things have changed so much. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a time when you, you know, if you phone somebody on their, on their house line after six o'clock, you're probably going to get an earful. Right. You know, I, I remember that time. Right. Well, now, I mean, you're getting texts, you know, we go to bed at, you know, seven thirty, eight o'clock every night, but we're up at like four thirty, five o'clock, right? Well, eleven, twelve o'clock, you're still getting texts, customer service inquiries, you yes. know, and, it, and, and you're I, answering them. It, yeah, if 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 I answer, I could be awake twenty four hours a day, Literally. just doing customer service. And so, service, really, what yeah. we've done is we come back and said, okay, no, there has to be a start and end to that, mm-hmm. and uh, and so there we've set up start and end times to right. our workday. We work at home. We own our own business. And so it's very easy to get caught up in, in, you know, what people, what other people need and trying to satisfy that need. You know, we want to give good customer service, but there's a limit to it. When it starts to affect your health, your relationships, you know, there was nothing, we were doing nothing before. (laughs) We would get up in the morning. If we made it to the gym, great. You know, sometimes we'd dress at six in the morning, go to the gym and be six at night. We still haven't gone, you know, and there's always stuff to do. Yeah. You have to stop. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the key thing was, is sitting down and prioritizing what's important in our life. And then doing those things first and then setting a time to do the work. And then when that work day is done, it's done. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then set reasonable goals. Now, understand other people, like I get texts all the time from people. I don't get many calls anymore, thank goodness, uh, because I hate talking on the phone. I hate talking on the phone. I hate talking on the phone. When the phone rings, I look at it, and even though I want to talk to that person... (laughs) It's just so hard to press and say hello. Anyway, I like, I'd rather text. Right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, people text and I feel like I'm supposed to respond that minute. And whatever they want, they need that minute. Right. You know, I go back to this analogy. I had a guy, a buddy of mine, did some, um, some, a photo shoot for, for his company. He needed those pictures right this minute. So I literally stayed up all night. I started working on them. Because usually the post-production takes me... Anywhere from I remember that night eight yeah. to twelve hours, right? Stayed up Depending all night. on what it is, yeah. I stayed up all night, got these things packaged up, FedExed them overnight so he would have them because it was urgent. Three months later, I flew out 
and I go to his house to visit him. There sitting on the counter is that package I sent three months earlier. Mm-hmm. Still hasn't been opened. Yeah. That taught me something. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so you, if you have, for me, if I have my priorities right, and I package my day, and I say, okay, I'm starting at this time, and I'm going to be done at this time, and I don't do anything outside of that, I can give better customer service. I can do a better job. I'm more creative. Yeah. Because we go and we do fun things too. And that's what I was going to say. Like, what would be your advice to people that they can't get on the plane and go to San Martin for a week, but they feel like they're in this, you know, endless. Depart. Just let everybody know, you know what? My phone isn't working, <laughs> you know, or my phone's going to be off. I'm off the grid. Go get it. Go check into a hotel somewhere. Yeah. You know, if you want to watch movies, uh, if, if you need to go to another town, go to another town. It doesn't have to be expensive. Just plan for it. But take a break. You know, even being in your house, there's so many reminders of, you know, those... Because there's those, always something to clean and something well, to... <laughs> but there's always those neuro associations. If you walk through the door every day and right away you have to do something, the minute you walk in that door, whether that thing is there or not, you're still going to feel like you have something, that thing to do. True, yeah. You know? And so every time you see a dirty dish, every time you see laundry, you know, the house is clean, the garage, the car... You know what I mean? And next thing you know, we're just going to sit down at the computer for a few minutes. And yeah. trust me, I've spent Hours. a life doing this. Yeah. Right? And that's just how it goes. Getting away from your normal environment, go someplace, just completely unplug, and just do what you want to do. If that means sleep 24 hours, do it. Mm-hmm. Then when you feel rested and, dis- and sufficiently disconnected, and it doesn't happen in a day, okay? Mm-hmm. It might take two or three days. But when you feel sufficiently disconnected, sit down with a pen and paper and actually write down the things that are most important to you. My priorities, for instance, again, were God, my family, you and I, my marriage, our extended family, and then our fitness and our health. And those are kind of in the same thing. Yeah. And then business came after that. Mm-hmm. Yet I wasn't living like that. Right. It was all business first and everything else came after it. Right. And was justified because the business was there. Right. But the business will always be there. Yeah. Now, we went away for a number of days, found out when we got there we wouldn't have cell service. The business continued. Yeah. Everything went on. You know, and so that's the thing. Sometimes, you know, when I, when I, how many times have I ended up in the, in the hospital uh, with heart Several. issues? Yeah. Right. And spent a week there. That was un, unplanned. The business <laughs> continued then too. Yeah. And so the thing of it is, is that's what I learned. It's yeah. just, you know what, I spend time with God every day. I make sure that you and I get quality time where we are not talking about business, that we're doing yeah. other things, that we're being romantic and spending time together. Uh, make sure that I stay in touch every week with family and extended family and friends. And fitness is an everyday thing. Yeah. Fitness and health. So eating well and fitness, that's an everyday thing for us. Right. right? And, and, uh, and then after that, you know, whatever priorities are there, you know, you do those things. We like to hike. You know, well, I wouldn't consider that my fitness, that's another thing. That's another step down. So if we get to go this week, great. If we don't, maybe we'll go next week. It's not a big thing, but we're going to replace that time with something else because that's our time together. Right. Make sense? Yeah, I love it. Uh, To me, um, personally, it has made a difference everywhere in my life. I think that I'm much more um, relaxed. I'm much more organized. I have a renewed enthusiasm for work, like you said, you know, because you, 
we are shutting down because when you work from home, like Terry says, I could stay and work all night till I go to bed. And if I get up in the middle of the night to, to go to the bathroom, I can work then too, you know, and, and reply it's never to emails. Not there. It's never not there. And so since we came back and, and now we say, okay, around this time, that's no more phones and I'll go back to tomorrow. When I go back to it tomorrow, I'm fresh and I'm looking forward to it and, you know, I'm very creative. Um, you and I, like, it's so easy to just talk about work because that's what we do all, and even the, because we love it. And so it's fun and it's creative, but you know what? Ever since we made a point to say, okay, now it's, you know, no more work talk. Now we're gonna talk about other things. That has made a huge difference because it's like you get to know each other. Even though we've been together eight years, you always get to know each other better. Because we're all evolving. Right. You know, we're getting older. We're, you know, things are changing. One of the things that we did that I thought was brilliant is, uh, is you shut off the TV thing. We stopped watching TV, which, yeah. which if you enjoy sports, and I enjoy MMA, I could really care less about football or anything like that anymore, but MMA... I like to watch. But the thing of it is, is if you want to watch a sport, you can still, we can make that a date. Right. And go sit in a restaurant or a bar somewhere. Right. And have, you know, one drink or whatever you want to do, and you can watch that sport. But, but what we did is we got away from that being absorbed into something else. That like drama. A television. And, and, so, and so even if you work at a job, our life is really no different. We just, we have to set our hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's work to, like, I, I don't know that we could actually get away with working an eight-hour day. I don't <laughs> think any of our days are going to be shorter than 10. Yeah. Um, but the thing of it is, is even if you work at a regular job where you go to some place and you perform, uh, you know, a, a service for somebody, it's still the same thing. You can still do the same thing. You know, you still look back and go, okay, what are my priorities? And so I look at it and I go, okay, if I'm going to watch two hours of television a day, and that's not very much, that's far below the national average, but if I'm going to watch two hours of television, that's two hours I'm not spending with God, two hours I'm not spending with Anna. I mean, yes, Anna and I can be sitting there watching TV, but we're not interacting. Yeah, you're not connected. No, I can get up and walk away or burst into flames and it wouldn't make a difference to your television watching experience, right? right? And so my point is, I made a decision that, or we made a decision, I didn't make the decision, we made a decision that, okay, TV really doesn't bring that much into our lives. It doesn't mm-hmm. make us more creative, doesn't make us more excited. Lots of times it's just more drama and, and emotions and, and things that's unwanted stuff. So we just took that out of our life. I'd rather spend that time reading a book yeah, or you and I spending time doing something. Right. You know what I mean? And so what we did is we just eliminated the stuff that just vaporizes your time. Yes. sucks it up and eats it up. Facebook. You know, now Facebook used to just be an open thing that we drift to and from and all day long. It's one of those things that for me, I allow myself a certain amount of time every day to be on Facebook. And when that time's up, it's done. Yeah. I don't get any more. Because it's so easy just to be a, it's a very simple time drain is doing yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. And so you got to look at those things in your own life. For me, it was Facebook. I was always on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Just can't be on Facebook all the time. Right. So, so that's a thing. I, now, I don't have a problem. Um, like watching TV, I could care less. So I really don't have a problem. I don't have to deal with the TV. We just shut it off. But it's not like I'm really jonesing to watch TV. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so the things that you struggle with, you know, uh, you know each that's, person knows what it is, right? Right. Then what you, if, and if that's taking away from your first, pri- your top priorities, if it's not adding balance to your life and quality of life, you just, 
either limit or reduce or eliminate that. Either limit it or eliminate it. Yeah. Right? It's the same. I always tell my clients, whatever the, whatever the foods that you know are your triggers, just yeah, don't just have don't, it in don't the house. Don't have it in the house, right. You know, there sense. are other things it's very easy to say no to, but there's yeah. always that one thing. <laughs> so... In the end, I guess I want to talk a little bit about St. Martin, the island as well. It was a really remarkable vacation for me. We've, we've traveled to not a ton of places, but we've traveled a fair bit. The Caribbean is not one. Brazil is one place we've gone to together on our honeymoon. It's not a safe place. I, I don't know. I, I know you're Brazilian, but it, I don't feel safe there. Well, we also went to a part that wasn't, you know, you can't generalize, but we were at a part that... We didn't feel even I but didn't even, feel even in your city. Yeah, you have. It's not like America. Everybody talks about how unsafe America is. It's no. you, you need to travel to Brazil once. Right? <laughs> yes, that was definitely right now. You know, in Brazil is not how it was when I was growing up, and right. I felt that when I was visiting. There's so much political unrest though, yeah, and that's part there of it, is. right? Yeah. So when I was visiting, it, it was very noticeable, and then I got back to America and was like, wow, I feel real safe here. Mm -hmm. You know, and and. That was a new feeling for me. But and I yeah. know we've talked to people, talked to many friends. Uh, again, I've talked to Randall, and I've got some other pilot friends that, that fly to different places. And, and I know many places in the Caribbean, uh, you know, Jamaica is for one, is that a place that traditionally doesn't always feel very safe when right. you're there. Unless you, you're at a, if you're at a resort, unless the resort, you're at a resort is okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, we went to St. Martin, and I kind of anticipated that there may be more problems. I've been there once before. I went on a cruise. Yeah. And it was actually, it wasn't bad, but there was a couple times when I didn't feel so comfortable, mm -hmm. right? This time, I felt completely comfortable. It was I mean, great. Where, where we stayed, we got an Airbnb. Yeah. And so we were up in a neighborhood where people live there. We, yeah. we weren't at a touristy place. Yeah. And we had to walk past the shipping docks and all like that to get down to the downtown part. Yeah. And uh, it was a little sketchy, but at no point in time did I ever feel unsafe. Yeah. I, I would say that I wouldn't be walking there by myself. But uh, with you, I felt really safe, you right. know? You don't go walking around our neighborhood by yourself. <laughs> That's true. Right. So it's just, yeah. But, but the thing is, is there I didn't feel any more unsafe than I would here in Las Vegas. Yeah, true. Mm -hmm. You know? And, and the other thing I noticed that was really remarkable is that they everybody... They the horn for everything? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the driving, you don't feel safe when you're driving. No, it's crazy. Driving is crazy. It's, okay, laws are a suggestion. Yes. They're, they're not really anything that... You, yeah. You enforce. Nobody pays attention to. And the horn is used. Yeah. When you want to go somewhere, you don't wait till your turn. You just lay on the horn and move. <laughs> and so, but the thing of it is, is there. And when you see somebody you know, you honk. You honk <laughs> the horn and you stop and you just talk to that person. And, and there's going to be <laughs> 10 cars piled up behind you and nobody really cares because yeah. it's somebody you got to talk to, right? <laughs> it's actually nice. You know, after yeah. a couple of days, you get used to it. But there were no car wrecks. No. I didn't see a dented car. I didn't see any car wrecks. And that was, yeah, surprising. Yeah. Surprising. The only, but all the cars go reasonably slow. The guys on scooters go fast. Yeah. But the guys on cars, nobody goes, everybody's just slow. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, but the, the, everybody that lives there, the, the native islanders, yeah. they're all very friendly. Very friendly, yeah. yeah. Everybody's very, very friendly. 
you know, everywhere we went. Like unusually friendly. Yeah, it was yeah. very, very nice. I now, agree, it was a great experience. We stayed on the Dutch side. That's the side with the cruise ships and lots of stuff going on. We spent most of our time on the French side. Uh, Randall was diving over there, so we'd go over there with him in the morning. He'd go diving and we'd go wander around. We did a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'd walk on the beach, we'd eat. Um, it was wonderful over there. It's very, very laid back and quiet. And I think personally, that's where I would go next time. Oh, big sneeze. Excuse me. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I like the French side better. How did you feel? Oh, yeah. I could uh, definitely rent a condo, one of those right on the beach there. Yeah. And just spend, you know, a week or a month, as long as we could bring our dogs. <laughs> yeah. But there's nothing commercial on that side, really. No. You know? it's, and the thing is, is we also did a lot of, you know, we didn't do the tourist thing. Like, we went to the grocery store and we cook at home for the, for the most part. Right. You know? Um, so I feel this is how I like traveling more because you kind of experience a little bit more how it is to live there. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. I think the French side is so laid back and I can see just, you know, getting a, a condo there and spending a month, it would be the most peaceful month. If, if you month. like laid back, if you don't, if you don't care about, if you want to party, go to the other go side. Go to the other side. Yeah. But if you and if you want to stay in a, like a nice five star or four star hotel, go to the other side, go to the Dutch side. Yeah. But they've got Airbnb or, um, you know, you can check. There's some small little beachside hotels, but they're just on the beach and uh, they're not really ridiculously expensive. That was the other thing. The prices there were unusually low, I thought. Yeah, I thought so, you know, too. You got two, Being... your, your two chickens for 12, two chickens and a Coke for 12 bucks, please. <laughs> Ended up being two chickens in the water. Yeah, but it was just, uh, food is inexpensive. We ate at that, we kept calling it Lolo's, but it was something else. But we ate at that place every day. Locally owned, locally operated. Right. There's quite a few, on the French side, there's quite a few restaurants that whatever the name is, is there. And then underneath it says says Lolo's. So we just thought it was Lolo's. But uh, that's what it means. And it was incredible. But the the cost was almost... An entire meal for like... $13, $14 13 14 dollars for two people for two people yeah. so it's like six bucks each six yeah. and change so that's like a water uh, half a chicken and some steamed vegetables for yes. for it, two for 14 bucks crazy yeah. Yeah. So yeah it was really really good so it's a it's a place I'd definitely go back to the dive operation that Randall went through was octopus uh, octopus scuba diving probably something like that yeah one of the best dive operators I've seen in a destination like that I've been to a number of them in Mexico. Um, the boat was beautiful. The equipment's all top notch. You know, the instructors are all very, very uh, regimented, and you know, there's no cutting corners. You know, they right. make sure everybody's safe. Good. Uh, I would definitely go scuba diving there. That's one of the best shops I've, I've been to. We got a plan to go back. Yeah, we have to go back. <laughs> the humidity was nuts. The humidity was nuts. Like there was n- not See, a point me, in time that I didn't stop sweating. For me, I like that. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. For me, not so much. What does it do to your hair? Oh, my hair was wild, you know, just super curly and, well, it was okay because... But but if you're not getting all dolled up to go out... Well, that's what I was going to say, you know, because we weren't getting all dressed up, it was pretty casual and mostly in your bathing suit all day, it wasn't a big problem, but I was thinking... Wow, if I were, even the day that I got dressed up and, and we did a photo shoot, you know, halfway through the day, the makeup's running and <laughs> <laughs> it just happens. But yeah. it's, it's nice. What I did notice is that I, my skin was looking so much healthier because it's so dry here in Vegas, right? 
So I did, I did notice that. So we'll po- probably keep me younger. We're definitely going to You're going to go diving when we go back there. I got her to snorkel and she loved it. You yes. going to dive next time? Yes, I said I You did. promise? I said I I'm did. holding you to that. Give me I that knew. pinky. Okay. Pinky promise, pinky promise. <laughs>